0: Welcome to Hoagie's Garage. Yep, it's Riley and I doing this a little different because our other little podcast that we have is Athletes FYI with Bud and Son. So, Son, how's it going today? Peachy. Peachy. No comments about how cold it is?
1: Uh, It's pretty. (laughs) Makes your nipples hard, but yeah. (laughs)
0: It's definitely cold. Uh, hey, Hoagie's Garage um, in Lester here. We basically just have a little garage put together. My brother and I, uh, not my son, my brother and I, we live right across the road from each other and uh, we have 350 inch TVs. Um, we watch All Stars and World of Outlaws and races out in California, out in PA. Um, Australia, right now. Um, we have all kinds of race car pitchers up. Um, we have two Kyle Larson uh, championship shirts from Kings Royal and Knoxville Nationals. We actually have his other shirt, uh, NASCAR, but we don't do much NASCAR stuff in here. We're pretty much all sprint cars. So, um, Toe Agasson, one of the guys that's always in here, um, we have his ton of pictures of him in his push truck he's known as the propane pusher up in sioux falls at he um and at rock rapids he's been doing it and his dad was doing it before him so he's got the flatbed the brown front end and the flatbed and the white wheels um and yeah we just love racing so we watch a ton of races in here Um, we have a bar kind of put in our garage with a heater and air conditioning. So yeah, we're we're roughing it, aren't we, Rye?
1: Yeah. Pretty much.
0: (laughs) So so that's that's a little bit about Hoagie's garage. And our goal here is just to give you some information on sprint car drivers. It'll probably be local sprint car drivers at first, and then who knows? Maybe we can spread out and get some world of outlaws or all-star guys on here. So hopefully some Australians
1: I like the way they talk so kind of nice <laughs> maybe we need Australian to get Wade Wade Auger on
0: here there we go right that would be you guys went and got uh, some moonshine from him so <laughs> that was pretty cool hey our first guest and I say his name wrong I always call him Lee Goose but he said it's more like Gauss or something like that I I don't know goes I don't know he goes fast um but, uh, yeah, Lee's going to be on here. Lee was uh, track champion at uh, I-90 this year in the 305s, and he was third at Houston. So he had a great year. So, yeah, we're going to be right back with Lee. Hey, Lee, how's it going? Could you uh, just give us a little bit of information on what you're doing and talk about your family a little bit?
2: Okay, yeah, my name's uh, Lee Ghost Jr., live uh, just outside of Sioux Falls, Hartford, South Dakota. Um, me and my family own an RV dealership, Ghost RV. I've been um, been with Jamie Waxdell and her son Dylan now for a little over 17 years. Um, other than that, yeah, I pretty much uh, work and race. Don't have much for hobbies, not much into sports. <laughs>
1: um, how did you get involved in racing and what age uh, were you when you started?
2: Uh, well, I guess since I was a little kid I've always really been into it and then um my folks my they'd always go to World Outlaw shows is about all I ever got to see when I was young. And then my cousin was racing a hobby stock um when I was in high school and I helped him and that got me more interested um in the idea that I could start out in uh, back then the IMCA class, which is a restricted three sixty class. So I uh talked to my folks about it. They were wanted nothing to do with it. Um, didn't want me to get hurt so when I was a senior in high school I finally had been saving money for a long time I ended up uh, buying a car and I came home and told him I bought a car that was a real tough subject for a long time (laughs) oh man (laughs) yeah that didn't go well at all so I didn't think I was going to be living in my folks house then after that and uh yep so I ended up finally getting a motor I didn't have a motor just a car and uh kind of started from there it was just whatever I could do to get to the track after after I graduated before I had a motor and Yep, started with little or nothing, just enough to barely get to the track, and then just kept getting parts from there and getting some help from people and getting better. So I I don't regret it, though.
0: Yeah. So you weren't a a go-kart guy or anything like that. You pretty much just started right with the sprint cars.
2: Yeah, yeah. Just started straight into the sprint cars because I wasn't – my folks never wanted me to – my dad's a huge race fan but doesn't like the idea of me in a car is a thing. Yep. so no i never got a chance to race anything my whole life otherwise so it was just yeah from nothing to a sprint car and at the time really no mechanical knowledge of how any of that stuff worked either so it was uh <laughs> i was totally green when i started yep it was a learning experience that's for sure
0: i bet so where did you all race what tracks did you start at when you started
2: started at hartford uh, i90 obviously same reason a lot of people do no walls so you could then there are a lot of rookies started there. So you could start out there and get some laps in. And then, um, oh, I would say it was probably only about five, six weeks into it, if even. And I got confidence and I went to Husitz, thought that was a good idea. And my first night out, I was actually passing a guy on the outside in the heat race and he slid up, not expecting me to be there. And I got put in the wall. And then I was done for about another four or five weeks because I couldn't afford to put the car back together. Yeah. So, yeah. So then I was definitely more cautious from there. My first years at Husitz, I always stayed on the bottom after that because. Um, Like I said, touching the wall costs a dang much. (laughs) Uh,
1: What is the hardest part of racing? Is it driving or is it finding the sponsors so you can have a car? Or is it getting everything ready for each week? Uh, Just how crazy is all um, that?
2: Yeah, the the hours that go into it, um, I guess is what probably a lot of people don't realize. I mean, you spend, it's almost like a full-time job all week in order to race. Now, the 305 class was much easier. I didn't have to spend as much time in it this last year's you do when you start moving up it gets much more technical and much more serious i guess and then the the more power you got the faster the car wears out um, also but it's it's the hours that you put in during a week that i guess get really tough and then it's it's getting to be watching it it's money wise um as i'm older it's financially easier than it was when i was young but our boy dylan who's 21 is trying to get into it and it's financially hard you know watching the youngsters get into it unless their folks put them into it I'd say that's the toughest thing for anybody starting out anymore. Um, by the time you buy the car, motor, trailers, and just all the little stuff that goes with it. And then safety equipment costs more now.
0: So uh, I know this year you're looking at possibly doing some 410s. Have you raced 410s before, Lee? And um, what if somebody was getting into it, would you tell them to start with the 305s and work their way up? Or what's the best way to do it?
2: Uh, I would, yeah. No, I've never, I've never got the opportunity to race the 410 yet. Um, I'm pretty confident. I mean, I like power-wise, it sounds very intriguing. Something I've always wanted to do. It's like a bucket list thing. Um, so yeah, something we're definitely going to do this year, and we'll see how it goes as far as. Um, but I'm pretty confident it shouldn't be too big of a deal. Starting out, I would definitely the 305 class actually is. Um, I was kind of skeptical on it until this year, and it's actually a great class to start out in. Um, the motor's limited so it's much easier to control the car you can't in my opinion you can't give it too much gas because you're pretty much wide open most of the time um but it's it lasts the tires last longer the motors uh, if you have something decent and just maintenance it it doesn't come apart um, so it's a much better class to start out in
1: yep yeah. so, uh so our race race car drivers like all there or are they a little crazy i mean you guys go like 100 <laughs> miles an hour at HUSITS uh, and there's smit walls on your right. Uh, is it like a WWE fight or what? Uh,
2: yeah, it's just an adrenaline rush. I guess we're like, um, I guess you could say we're like druggies that get a high off, of, off the adrenaline as opposed to a drug. <laughs> um, it, it is. It's like I said, it's addicting. And it's just, yep. And it's hard to get away from it. If you truly are a, a race car driver, I guess it is hard to walk away from it. Um, you know, you talk to people and I was away from it for 10 or 12 years, but I just stayed away from the track is the only way. And I started helping people, and that's how I got back into it. But, yeah, its uh, I could say yeah, some of them are a little off, I guess you could say. Um, where, you know, like I said, they don't have much fear. You notice when they get out of the car, something goes wrong, and they're not shook up, and they're not sweaty, and it didn't bother them. Yeah, I guess you say they're probably not normal. <laughs> they look at life a little different.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to me, that's just a little crazy. You know, you're flying around, and, yeah, I mean, to, yeah. to go high sometimes. You're
2: not knowing if it's going to work or not. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. What's, uh, what's been the highlight of your career so far?
2: Um, I mean, obviously, the first time you ever win is probably one of the biggest things that you always remember. But honestly, I think I had more fun this year than I ever have. Just uh, my boy got older to where he was more into it, um, not just taking it for granted. He realized the work that goes into it, and so it meant more to him. So honestly, when we won at Houston for the first time this year, because it has been a long time, uh, that meant a lot because he was there, and I guess looking at him to see how excited he was made me feel better than anything. I said it was just the coolest thing looking at him um, right as soon as I pulled in because he couldn't believe we won, and he looked at me, and that was the first thing he asked. He said, "Did we win?" And I was like, "Yeah," and he was, "Yeah." I think he was more pumped than anything. So I guess that was the coolest moment I've had so far. All to right. See the look on his face.
0: <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a quick break here, and we'll come right back with Lee. Like to thank Octane Inc. from T South Dakota. They pretty much do a little bit of everything. They are known for their wraps. They wrap golf carts, uh, snowmobiles, um, trailers, sprint cars, hobby stocks. It doesn't matter. Uh, side by sides, they wrap it. Uh, they also do coolers and They will also do clothing. You can have t-shirts made there. Um, You name it, these guys can do it. I work with Brett uh, Vanderbrink all the time. He is amazing. And I can't thank him enough for how much he helps me. And if I were you guys, I would definitely check out Octane Inc. You can contact them by calling 605-213-8343. It is 800 East Prescott in T, South Dakota. And, again, they're just great people to work with.
1: All right, we're back here with Lee. Uh, how far do you travel to uh, race on most weekends, and what is the furthest you have gone?
2: Um, well, for us, it's not very impressive that way. We stay pretty close to home. Um, the furthest we go normally is Jackson. Um, I've been to Spencer, Iowa, Jackson, um, Wagner, but I mean, that's, it's just hard with the family business, especially being Zharvi's, summer's our busy time, so I have to make money to spend money, and Friday and Saturday are our busiest days, so it is really tough to travel to some of these, so Houston's is our primary track that we like the best, and then we this last summer we stayed with Hartford because it's five miles down the road for us on a Saturday night, so I can work till five or six o'clock and still make the races that way.
0: Yeah, it doesn't get much better than that, does it?
2: no no that makes it super nice um the pay is not as good there definitely like i said but it's close so it makes it hard to beat
0: you bet hey what what other sprint car drivers do you kind of look up to or do you respect maybe is the right word i don't know um you know maybe when you were younger or even now what who do you you know respect the most out there
2: uh well actually honestly i've become friends with a ton of them um And I have a lot more as I get older. I have a lot more respect for guys that maybe I didn't get along with as much when we were younger. Um, And you look at stuff different. I guess I got different views on stuff. Uh, You know, a good example is Ballinger. He's been racing slightly longer than I have, but he's never quit racing. And we never got along as kids. Um, But now, like I said, we have our differences. But, I mean, like I said, I enjoy racing with him. I'm glad he's there. Um, He keeps the sport going well. But, like I said, I respect him highly. Justin Henderson – same thing. There's a lot of guys that um, I guess when, there's a lot of guys I have a lot of respect for. Um, and I guess I, I take stuff pretty light. You know, there's rookies out there, so everybody's going to do something wrong. Well, we've all been there. I was young. You get hot. Growing up, the big thing was like Doug Wolfgang being in our area. Steve Kenzer, Sammy Swindell and Jack Hottenshield, I guess, were like the, the big four that I looked up to when I was a kid. that you wanted to be just like. And then as you get older now, you just look at it. It's a hobby. It's something for fun.
1: Yep. So, do you prefer the short tracks or like the half mile tracks?
2: Um, I per- personally so the shorter tracks. Like, I haven't done much for half mile, but like Jackson, I raced it a couple times under the half mile, and you don't get a race as much. Um, the most fun is actually. I prefer if every single corner you're side by side with somebody. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't like being by myself. I guess I get I get, it sounds stupid, but bored easily, um, <laughs> in the car. So. If I can be next to somebody every corner, wheel to wheel, that's the most fun for me. So short track, you get a lot more of that.
0: So you're talking about being side by side with people. For for us people that don't race, and we know you don't have mirrors and stuff like that. How, how do you know when guys are beside you or whatever? Is it completely sound or what? what is it?
2: It's, uh, well, when I was younger, you, you didn't wear, there was no race receivers or anything, no earplugs. So you could hear, it would change the pitch of your motor. You could, you could hear and feel when people were next to you or beside you. Now it's with the race receiver and stuff, it's, and the race savers aren't very loud. Um, it's more just by judgment. I guess the, the speed that you come up on them to know how far you are to be clear, to know if you're not going to clear them as far as watching them before you get to them. It's more of a judgment call anymore. I can't tell as well um, because I like started in the 410, you can still feel the difference because the, the power output, you can actually feel the motors but the three Oh five is hard to feel. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's more of just a judgment call, Yeah. Uh, which sometimes you can tell it doesn't go right for everybody.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, how much, how much difference is there Lee in uh, setting up the tracks, you know, obviously Houston's is really banked and, um, I 90s a little bit longer may, I don't think it's banked as high and then there's rock rapids in there too. I mean, how much? How much difference is there really in setup? It's um,
2: it's quite a bit. Not as the the more power you have, the the more the setup changes quite a bit more. Uh, that that I've noticed. Uh, mostly just even the three hundred and sixty to the three hundred and five is a big difference as far as how much more you got to stay on top of the car. The three hundred and five you can get away with a little bit more um, if you miss it. But yeah, Housatons is uh, with the banking and stuff. Even though it looks smaller, most of them you actually carry. Uh, majority of time we carry more speed. So it makes it definitely more fun. Um, if the track is right, you carry a lot of speed exiting the corner, which makes it a blast uh, because what you can carry for a small track. But it is. Its uh, setup changes quite significantly, especially like when you go to Jackson or anything. Um, and then what we race in April and May compared to when you get into the middle of summer makes a big difference with uh, the amount of moisture in the track and how fast the moisture goes away.
1: Yep. So uh, engines and chassis and rear ends have so many different ones to choose from. Uh, why do you choose, like, what, what you have for yourself? Um,
2: well, some of, it, some of it comes down to cost. Um, being just a small, you know, team-funded out of my own pocket, I guess, it just, uh, it's a matter of what's the most cost-effective at the time. Um, or I've done some team buyouts where so it's, yeah, I've run the stuff. Uh, like our 305 last year, for example, that was literally the car I bought um off a of gentleman so we ran it the way it was put my seat in it and, and ran what he had um which was nothing real special just like i said it, we wanted to try it and so we thought we'd try it and we ended up enjoying it so we just kept running it and had no problems with it um but no it's it mostly comes down to either cost or what kind of break you can get from a company anymore because um, most all this stuff has gotten to be like a lot of stuff in the world it's most of it's pretty competitive um you know you don't fall behind very long or very far because Everything's constantly evolving. So it's it's all pretty close. Motor wise it's hard. Everybody's got a different opinion as how much you want to spend anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Even in three oh fives, right? I mean you can go from five thousand to twenty five or something, couldn't you?
2: Yeah, it's real easy. Yeah, you'll see a lot of them. Like I said, you'll have one that's people put together in their garage essentially, you know. So they got like you said, maybe five grand for the whole thing put in the car, you know. Whereas you got guys that are spending, I've heard over thirty grand for motors that oh, 305 class and it's getting to be how do they say it I mean you can figure it's some of that is almost a thousand dollars of horsepower on the 305 because um, <laughs> you can't pick up a whole lot but they're spending a lot of money to find a few
0: yeah know. then then they might as well just bump up to 360
2: right <laughs> yeah my opinion they should I mean when guys are spending what some of them are in that class it, it's kind of ridiculous not to mention like I said it should be a more of a rookie class in a way I guess or a way for people to get their feet wet yep. Yeah. and keep it fun but it takes the fun out of it when you got guys spending ridiculous money to race for five and six hundred bucks
0: yeah. hey we're going to take another quick break here in lee and we're going to be right back the laurel ridge barn it can host corporate events fundraisers award ceremonies family reunions photography studio time and always weddings this barn is absolutely spectacular. If you have not seen it, you have to go to their website, laurelridgebarn.com. Um, you can also call them at 605-951-0867. You can call or text that number. Again, that's 605-951-0867. They are located at 4767 4767- Slip up Creek Road. No, I didn't make that up. It's 47677 Slip up Creek Road in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. So if you have a wedding or any of those other things, give them a look because I'm telling you, this place is amazing.
1: Right, back from the break. Um, What do you think the future holds for you in sprint car racing? Um, well, I
2: think I got at least a, a good Oh, probably four or five years yet, um, interest-wise, and that I'll be doing it. And then I said my boy is getting into it, so we'll see how that goes because uh, it might be actually really fun watching him and helping him more as I get older that way and financially so that he can afford it. So we're just doing it for fun. We'll do it as long as, as we're having fun, I guess. So if, however far that takes us. I just want to have fun at it. Um, if you're not having fun, it's kind of hard to spend the money that it costs to do this anymore.
0: Yeah. What What do you – do you think sprint cars – um, will change it all in the next 10 years or something like that? or I, I don't see it. No, honestly. I mean, you look at the
2: cars, you can go back 30, 40, 50 years ago. They've, they're really prehistoric. They've changed very little. Um, the motors have more power. They change our tri- tire rule and a wing rule a little bit. But, I mean, besides looking prettier, it's the same basic car. It was, like I said, really 40 or 50 years ago. So I think they're trying to keep it that way. It's I just hope they never go to uh, electronics. Um, with like electronic fuel injection things like that because I'm sure that'll just up the money game um, Which will make it tougher and tougher for the guys starting out
0: you bet Hey, uh, I gotta throw this question in there for uh, Tobe Uh You know, he's he's almost one of the brothers here at Hoogie's Garage. So um, And you know, he's a push truck driver. So do yep. you do you have a favorite push truck person and What's your worst experience with a push truck? Uh, In case people don't know, all these sprint cars have to get pushed to get started. So uh, push trucks are kind of actually really important in the sprint car world.
2: Oh, yeah, they're huge. And they work so much better. You see a lot of people going out there with four-wheelers and razors anymore. But the push truck is still the ideal answer. Uh, Two reasons, for pushing the car and for helping us work the track yet um, when we need it most of the push truck drivers are actually, I mean, they're all there for the same reason as we are. I mean, they're there because they enjoy the sport and they want to have a good time. And obviously they're sprint car guys because that's what they're there for. But no, Toby obviously is we've known him for uh, quite a few years now, actually. And he's been great. Like I said, when we weren't racing, we stand on the back of his flatbed to watch the races from the infield. Um, But no, the worst experience I've had uh, is getting my left rear tire run over before uh, by the push truck driver. Just, uh, um from a guy not knowing you know he hadn't done it much and just yep sheer accident but yeah that's a little disappointing when you're when you're trying to go out with the a and then you get your left your tire flattened <laughs>
0: did he did he pay for a new one
2: no no there's not much in racing that you ever get paid for when stuff goes wrong <laughs> we need insurance that's what we need
0: you, you mean when you get crashed by somebody they don't offer to pay for your new car
2: yeah, we didn't need to get progressive or something on that, right? <laughs> like pay or
0: deductible, and doctor. You, know, you can
2: imagine how we'd
1: all drive then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you could any, uh, if you could win any race or races, what would that be? Well, I'd have to say Knoxville.
2: The Knoxville Nationals would definitely be a highlight. Um, is it a reality for me? No, we don't race Knoxville. So I mean, even if we got very competitive in the 410, we just it's tough to get over there and unless you got laps. It's almost impossible over there. Um, it's just an ol' thing, but that would be definitely the premier race to win. Something that you could, yeah, you know, you'd never. Uh, I guess you'd wake up every morning knowing you're on that, on that list.
0: Yeah, th- this year, this last year was actually really cool for us because Falcon Brothers, you know, their Folken Brothers Trucking's right out of Leicester here, and uh, um, they are were on the wing of uh, Kyle Larson, and he won Knoxville Nationals this year, so we were we were down by the car and standing by the trophy and everything after the race. So that was, that was really cool to be by buck and, uh, Gord down there and, uh, trim. So that was pretty cool. I'll bet. Yeah. You probably get a
2: little bit of that feeling like we get, you get kind of like uh, the butterflies as get close cause you know what's going to happen or
0: yeah, I stomach. think it was I Donnie. It. It's
2: like your stomach kind of walks up in your throat, I guess you could
0: say. <laughs> Donnie Schatz was really coming on him at the end of the race, and we're like, come on, hold on. So that was pretty good. But, um, you know, one thing we haven't talked about is pit crew, you know, and I, I I, don't think yours is very big. I think you have Dylan and, you know. But how important are those guys? Uh, it's
2: huge, actually, and that's why this year was a lot easier. Um because I've just kind of always done the majority of it all by myself. Um, for a lot of years, I've always generally had one buddy or something that's helped, but not really that showed up. Whereas Dylan, like you mentioned, um, that's my boy Dylan Waxdale and he showed up at the shop uh, not as much as I expect him to this year, but he was there every Sunday. He made sure he came and helped me to make sure we get ready for the races, and when things went wrong, he would make sure we got it there. Um, so, like I said, he was much better, and he was much better about uh, uh, being patient and on the track working with me, trying to make sure – stuff that worked for me, I guess. And then we had a another, Cole, uh, Cole Olson, Sigil Branson helped us some at Hartford. Jamie's one. Um, obviously not as much about knowing about the car, but just all the little stuff that goes into it. Um, in between my suit, my helmet, um, just all the little stuff that, that has to get done during the week and at the track too, it's not as much on the car, but to make sure that I can get in and everything's good to go. But no, it's huge. And I know a lot of guys, you can't do it without them. Um, Heck, you can't even load the car in the trailer by yourself, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it definitely takes quite, you know, so you figure that number of hours between the pit crew and yourself every week, and you got 60 hours in a single car just to go racing for a weekend, so it, it's crazy what you put into them.
1: Yep. So as a race car driver, what are you most proud of?
2: Um, I guess just the fact that, um, uh, I guess a lot of people that we, somewhat successful that we can win races and do what we do, because... When I started out, I was basically told I didn't belong or I shouldn't be there um, because we knew nothing about it and it was something I wanted to do. And So everybody basically just told me that I'd never never be able to do it and that I shouldn't be able to do it, including the guy who bought his car. So I'm just glad that we're actually successful watching and my boy thinks we do a good job and stuff. So I guess that's what I'm most proud of is just knowing that we made it and I can at least, when I when I quit someday, I can feel like it wasn't a, a joke. It wasn't just going around there making laps. Um I guess I don't go out there just to, to do it. I, I go out there with just the intent of being successful at night. Otherwise, I'm disappointed myself.
0: myself. Well, are, are your parents okay with you driving now?
2: No. No. <laughs> uh, I guess when they found out, too, my mom was hoping I'd never use that 410. We'd actually bought it a year ago. And so we put a car together for it and stuff. And she's, yeah, I guess they just, they're nervous as heck. You watch them on Saturday when they leave work. And they have a hard time, just hoping the weekend's over, so that they know I'm okay by Monday. But no, they, they mentioned many times they would they would uh, they would buy everything and get rid of it to get me out of the sport if they could.
0: But, oh, yeah. well, that's too bad. <laughs>
2: yeah, it makes it tough. You know, it makes it a little tough, but they don't fight me on it. You know, they just don't they just don't want to see me hurt as a biggest thing.
0: Absolutely, especially
2: with, with the media these days, every time somebody does get hurt, you, you hear about it or see it. Yeah, And so that's, that's what's in the back of their head every day.
0: Yeah, All right. Well, this has been great. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back with some rapid-fire questions for them. like to thank Octane Inc. from T South Dakota. They pretty much do a little bit of everything. They are known for their wraps. They wrap golf carts, uh, snowmobiles, um, trailers, sprint cars hobby stocks. It doesn't matter. Uh, Side by sides, they wrap it. Uh, They also do coolers and they will also do clothing. You can have t-shirts made there. Um, You name it, these guys can do it. I work with Brett uh, Vanderbrink all the time. He is amazing and I can't thank him enough for how much he helps me. And if I were you guys, I would definitely check out Octane, Inc. You can contact them by calling 605-213-8343. It is 800 East Prescott in T, South Dakota. And again, they're just great people to work with.
1: All right, we're back here with some rapid fire questions. Uh, what kind of car do you drive?
2: Personal car? Yeah. Uh, I got a variety. I got a Dodge uh, Dodge Ram with a Cummins, an F one hundred and fifty. I got a Mustang. A little Mitsubishi's my everyday driver for a cheap gas car.
1: What's the fastest? What's the fastest you have ever driven on a highway? On a highway? Oh, yeah. Um, two around two hundred on a Crotch Rocket when I was younger. <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> uh, uh,
0: just go to five
1: oh number five favorite flavor of ice cream oh boy coffee best race car driver in the world
2: in the world uh, i like dale earnhardt i guess just the swagger and the way he made it
1: best sponsor you have ever had ghost <laughs> rv <laughs> uh who is better aussie drivers or american drivers I would say American
2: drivers, just uh, and not necessarily just because I'm from America, but when you watch them around the States here.
1: Uh, what's the best Christmas present you have ever received?
2: Oh, boy. Um,
1: <laughs> gosh, that's
2: tough. Probably a quad, an ATV when I was younger.
1: Yeah, my dad would never buy me that. So. <laughs> <laughs> if you could win just one race in your life, which race would you win?
2: uh for an honest race to win i would say an outlaw show at houston's
1: uh how many speeding tickets do you have three uh what is your favorite meal tacos all right see that wasn't that bad was it
0: no that was nice Oh uh, well lee thanks so much for being willing to come on um riley and i really have no clue what we're doing but uh no you
2: guys did good i appreciate it no i just appreciate the offer like i said i i didn't know either i was like well toby asked me, he's like well do you want the questions ahead of time i was like well what film would that be
0: you know
2: i was like you want real answers right so if you got them ahead of time they might not be real
0: answers yeah, yeah. and you know we i i always send them out to my former athletes because they want them And I, you know, Justin Henderson, who we have coming on a little bit later, was the exact same way as you. I don't need the questions; just ask them to me. That that must be a race car driver thing.
2: Yeah, right. Well, (laughs) you gotta, like I said, there is nothing planned when you go out. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just uh, how would you say? I guess I don't want the Jimmy Johnson type interview where you hear what you're supposed to instead of what you want
0: to hear. That's right. No, we want to know what's really going on. So. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks so much for coming on Lee. And, uh, we really wish you the best this year.
2: Yeah. Thank you guys. Well, for everything. All right. Yep. And I look forward to this year. So hopefully you guys come down to the pits a little bit more this year.
0: We, we definitely will.
2: Yeah. And especially at rapid, if you get a chance to go over there, cause we'll be at rapid a few times, it looks like. All
0: right. Sounds yeah. great. Hey, before you go, where, where are you? Maybe we should have mentioned that. Where are you all planning on racing so people can watch you?
2: Uh, we'll be racing Houston every Sunday for sure. Uh, Hartford because Cole Olson that was helping me and Dylan are both planning on racing 305. So we'll probably be racing with them, um, at Hartford quite a bit. And then Rocky, when they have most, probably the 360 shows for sure, Rocky and then 305s. Um, and then hit or miss, maybe, maybe a few others, but pretty much that's going to tie up a lot of our time. Yeah, no, yeah, that... I think, I mean, I think that puts us at like fifty A features for us, I guess you could say, but because doing double duty at some of them
0: yeah well hey that's great thanks a lot lee yeah have a good evening appreciate it guys all right we'll talk to you later